0: Hi, it's Jamie Court. I'm president of Consumer Watchdog, and we're here with the Rage for Justice report, the podcast where every week we expose, confront, and change and talk about what Consumer Watchdog's up to. And today we're very fortunate to have with us a technologist uh, who uh, has to remain anonymous because otherwise he might lose his job. But he is one of the group of technologists who's been working with Consumer Watchdog in order to explain the dangers of cars that are connected to to the internet being hacked. And we had a report, a pivotal report, uh, that came out called Kill Switch last year. And recently, uh, as many of you know, we actually hacked into a Tesla to demonstrate how these connections are unsecure. And with a simple little device we built with $30, for $30, we uh, hacked into a a Tesla's uh, wireless connection and put something on the screen and said, this Tesla's been hacked. And you can see that video at uh, uh, youtube.com backslash consumer watchdog. So uh, I'm not going to refer to this technologist by any name because I don't want to uh, give away uh, anything, but uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing
1: great, and it's good to be here,
0: Jamie. Thank you. Well, since our kill switch report, which you had a hand in, I want to ask you about where we're going now with connected cars. If things got better, if things got worse, what's the future?
1: It's a very interesting question. You know, of course, I've been watching the market closely um, to see what's been happening. And with the way it's going, with what consumers are demanding, it's clear that the concept of a connected car, you know, cars that communicate digitally and are potentially potentially vulnerable to hackers are here to stay. Uh, the only question is how do we ensure that industry is building them safely so that hackers can't take control of them? as we described in the last
0: year's kill switch report. Now, connected cars have some inherent risks, don't they? I mean, it, once you're, you have an, a car connected via wirelessly to the, um, uh, the safety critical systems, the brakes, the engine, there's an inherent risk. But even with that inherent risk, it's, it's not, there's, they're not taking steps to avoid them, are they?
1: Well, not yet, and that's the disturbing thing, and that's that's why I'm talking to you right now. Um, you know, first I I have a strong belief that consumers should always have the option of disconnecting their cars, and I'm not just talking about the option to buy a disconnected car, which you know that option is rapidly disappearing if you watch the marketplace, but. Um, You know, it should be a right to buy a disconnected car. And if you have a car that is connected, you should have the right as the driver and the owner of that car to disconnect it. Um, Now, at the very least, this will become important if you have a car for, you know, five, seven, ten or more years. Eventually, the automaker is not going to be able to continue updating that software, protecting that software from, Uh, the hackers of the day, and uh, the car is going to become vulnerable if you want to be able to keep driving it. There needs to be a way to turn off that internet connection, and nobody today is offering that. Um, You should have the right, everyone should have the right to continue operating your car if you bought it in a cyber safe way. But the second thing that I really think that we need are regulations and standards. every other potentially dangerous product that's on the market that runs software has these already, and I'm talking about aircraft, industrial systems, medical systems. There are already regulations in place that say, uh, you know, set certain standards for how that software is developed for cybersecurity. Now, cars need regulations and standards too, the same way to protect consumers from badly written software and, 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 and
0: there, we Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was just say there, there is good news because uh, we have a potential a set of standards emerging. Why don't you tell tell people what that is and and how it would apply or not apply in the United States?
1: Exactly. Um, so the the most exciting standards that are emerging right now are uh, come come out of
0: wp twenty nine, and uh, this is a Standard developed by
1: the United Nations. And uh, personally, I think it doesn't go far enough, but it's a huge valuable step in the right direction for um, uh, requiring cybersecurity in cars. Um, so it does a number of things. For example, it requires automakers to know exactly what software is running in any given car that they sell. And you know this may surprise people. You buy a new car today; it's got you know potentially a, a hundred microprocessors under the hood. Uh, they're all running different software. Many of those come from uh, different vendors uh, in the supply chain for the vehicle, and the automaker doesn't know the origin of most of that software or, or the version of
0: software that's running there. Um, The UNICE WP29
1: standard also requires automakers to have a cybersecurity management system that forces them to carefully analyze and respond to cybersecurity risks in their software. And it calls out specific potential threats that all cars must be protected from. For example, uh, requiring that all digital communication to the car must be authenticated, meaning that the car must verify that that digital communication is coming from a legitimate source. Believe it or not, cars today, even the most sophisticated ones on the market, uh, don't have that requirement and often do not bother to verify that digital communications are coming from where they're supposed
0: to be. And of course, that means someone can spoof a communication or or, uh, take over control of a car uh, because those uh, communications are interceptable because they're not authenticatable. And that uh, it goes to what uh, a demonstration Consumer Watchdog did, uh, I think it was just uh, last month, where um, in release uh, conjunction with the release of our connected car report, where we found all the top 10 models from car and driver have um, uh, connections to the safety critical systems of the cars that can't be disconnected. We also uh, hacked a Tesla with this little box, I said made for less than $30. Took over the um, the, the screen and, and put up a message that said uh, this Tesla's been hacked to show that we had control of the information. We could have put up something else and said download this software and pretended to be Tesla, and possibly download malware. Um, what did you think of that demonstration and and, and what is it and, and how would how would WP twenty nine impact it if they were if it was in practice today? Well, yeah, it, it's a really fabulous demonstration.
1: Um, You know, very very intriguing. Um, You know, I've I've read some of, you know, what people have said online, you know, it's, it didn't actually affect the motion of the vehicle or anything like that, which is true. Um, You know, it was clear that, you know, you wanted to do a demonstration, but you didn't want to get anybody hurt, which is good. Um, But if you look really closely at the video, one thing I noticed is that it says that that message, your car has been hacked,
0: came from teslamotors.com, and this speaks directly to what I was saying before about authentication.
1: The car thinks that message came from teslamotors.com, and of course, it didn't. It came from uh, you know the little hacking device that you were using. Um, but what that means is that the car isn't following these emerging WP.29 standards for the United Nations, it didn't the car didn't authenticate the source of the communication to verify that it was legitimate. Um, so while you didn't demonstrate doing anything dangerous, this does show that uh, there's a weakness in the way the car communicates that could potentially be exploited to do something much more serious. And, uh, you know, Tesla better figure out how to fix it if they intend to continue selling their cars in Europe and in Asia before the unit WP 29 standard goes into effect.
0: This brings, in to, this brings into uh, play something that's really important. You have to uh, apply the WP29 standards in Europe and Asia, but you don't have to in the United States of America. Uh, and, and obviously Tesla sells mostly in the United States of America. Um, what is the possibility with Joe Biden in office that we could bring uh, the United States in to this UN regulation and, and create cypher, better cybersecurity cars? Are the U.S. car makers uh, uh, adopting the standards? And what's the possibility with a new president to do better? Because over the last <laughs> over the last um, four years, we've had no one literally at the switch at the uh, the Department of Transportation and National Highway uh, Traffic Safety Administration. What what can Joe Biden do?
1: Well, that's a great question. And, of course, it's yet to be seen what uh, the new administration will do or how they will approach this. Um, But I'm certainly hoping that we see more movement than we did under the previous administration, which really played a very hands-off role uh, when it came to regulations and also when it came to reacting adequately to car hacking. Um, You know, a little bit of history here. Uh, We saw a big demonstration of car hacking in 2015. This was during the time of the Obama administration uh, with the uh, famous hack of the uh, Jeep Cherokee. Uh, But after that, there were numerous examples in 2016,
0: 2017, uh, 2018, where Tesla, BMW, uh, and you know other automakers
1: uh, were, were hacked, and there was no reaction whatsoever from the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. And this was all during uh, the the last four years. So I'm definitely hoping that uh, there's a possibility that the U.S. might uh, take some positive steps towards implementing uh, some some of these. Um, standards and uh, maybe even adopt the WP-29 standard, as has already been done in Europe, in Japan, uh, in China, uh, has a a variant of it, um, but not here in the U.S., even though uh, U.S. companies and uh, uh, U.S. technologists contributed to the development of uh, this this standard.
0: So so basically, we could through an act of Congress, uh, adopt the UNSC W29 standard, and then our cars would be uh, uh, having the same cybersecurity standards as they have in the EU, Jap- Japan, China, so that uh, that all software has to be sourced, uh, uh, digital communications have to be authenticated. Uh, it, it seems crazy not to do it because we're, we're the, they're the same uh, cars, they're the same roads, Uh, I imagine some of these U.S. automakers are already adopting the UNACW W29 standards, so it's just a matter of bringing them all on board. Aren't some of the companies already moving this way?
1: Well, that's correct. I mean, specifically the U.S. automakers who do a lot of business overseas, uh, sell cars in Europe, in Asia, they have to adopt these standards. The way that the uh, UNIC WP29
0: standard is being implemented in Europe It says a few years from now, if you want to be able to sell
1: a car legally, uh, it must be conformant to these cybersecurity standards. Um, And then, of course, there's no such uh, regulation in the U.S. and uh, at this point,
0: none on the horizon. And so automakers that uh, primarily do business in the U.S. would not be as affected Well, I appreciate your time and I appreciate all your efforts that you and your colleagues have put forth to bring this uh, connected car uh, crisis uh, to light. And I'm hoping that uh, when we have this conversation next time this year that America does have these standards. I'm hoping that when we uh, talk uh, next year um, and talking about the connected car uh, report and obviously the cars will be connected that there will be new standards in place for them to uh, build these digital connections safely. Uh, so thank you for all you and your colleagues have done. We really appreciate it. And um, you've been listening to the Rage for Justice Report. Uh, I'm Jamie Court, uh, uh, president of Consumer Watchdog. We've been talking to a technologist who works on um, uh, car technology who's uh, talked to us anonymously. You can listen to this podcast uh, on uh, SoundCloud, on the, at the Google Play Store, at the, uh, at the Apple Podcasts, and uh, you can subscribe. So thanks for joining us. Have a great holiday.